You're under contract finally, but it doesn't end there. Stay tuned to the end. We're going to talk all about what it looks like as a Frisilba owner under contract and all the different things you need to think about. Hey guys, I'm James Dean, team leader of the James E. Mountain Homes team. Thank you so much for watching these videos. Just really quick before we get into the meat of this video, I just wanted to make sure if you haven't done so already, hit that subscription button down below, hit that notification bell. That keeps you updated on all the new videos that we have coming out weekly. Uh, and we've got several that come out each week um, on this channel, so please, please stay up to date with that. Also, if you've got any questions whatsoever that are real estate related or just in the community, please don't hesitate to reach out to us and give us a call. You can either call us at 719-266-2725 you can text us to that number as well, or you can email us at info at jdmret.net. Please, whatever you got to do to get those questions to us, please ask. We're here to help. We're here to provide value to you and helping you make informed decisions, whether you're looking to buy or sell real estate or just typical questions for the community out here. We are local experts of this area and we love this area. So please, please, please reach out to us and we hope you guys enjoy this video. Okay, so we are talking about being under contract now. So you're probably super excited. You had hopefully some amazing offers that came in, got you the price that you wanted, got you the terms that you wanted to, like we've talked about before. But it's not over, is it? It's not over. <laughs> it's just begun. Yeah, and it's that's. I think that's where a lot of folks can can a lot of times kind of lose perspective as they think, oh, we're under offer, we're under contract, or we're not under offer. We've had offers, we're under contract. That's it. We're on the downhill slope, mm -hmm. but sometimes this can be a little bit more of an uphill slope than just trying to sell the house sure. too. So we're going to try to prep you guys for a little bit of that today. This is going to be just a brief overview mm -hmm. of the under contract phase. And then we're going to go into more specifics on the two biggest obstacles you're going to come up against while you're under contract and you're actually trying to make it to closing on those as well. So what's our typical under contract timeline that we see out here as far as how many days Usually under contract? Contract. contract 30 days before we close so that's a whole month yeah whole month it seems like a lot yeah. but a lot happens during yeah. that time frame too you can see differences with that too you we've seen mm -hmm. uh people come through with a cash offer and it be as quickly as two weeks mm -hmm. that's extremely rushed hope you're ready hope your stuff's out and you're ready to go and that aspect also seen folks come in and ask for three months under contract that's not standard mm -hmm. <laughs> at all so let's talk a little bit about timelines, Josie, um, as we go through this, uh, just so that the folks can understand what we're kind of hitting on. It's important in our minds as agents to try to stay as close as we can to our standard timelines because everything's moving smoothly and it doesn't provide doesn't provide a lot of opportunity for mishaps to happen throughout the contract, right? right. So what's the benefit of doing 30 days versus 30 days in your mind as far as uh, not 30 days versus three months in your mind as far as like why it would not be a good idea to let something stay under contract that long well, i think for one reason the longer you stay under contract the more opportunity is for things to change for it to go south and so getting it 30 days is a good time to walk through everything um, and make sure everything goes smoothly. So. Yeah, and it, when she's talking about things going south, I'll give you a quick example of something that can go south during that time frame, especially if your buyer doesn't have an agent either. Mm -hmm. So neither one of you represented, but the buyer's got a loan. 
most of your buyers are going to need a loan in order to be able to purchase your house. That buyer has nobody advising them other than the loan officer. And depending on how much they communicate, they might get super excited. They just got this big promotion that it lets them get in to actually purchase the house. And they, they go out and the day of closing, they buy a brand new truck. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't work out well at all uh, because underwriters will do their due diligence a lot of times unbeknownst to the buyer and they'll just do another soft pull on the credit to make sure nothing has red flagged and we have seen buyers come in and they they're super excited they're about to get their house oh by the way i just got this new vehicle too and what they've done is just made sure that they're going to live in that vehicle and not their house because they're not going to be able to close all the way and that's definitely not an exciting moment for anybody because the buyers aren't going to be able to afford the house now because the lender's going to shut them down on it. Usually you, if you're selling your house and you've already moved out, now you've got possibly two payments coming through, lots of different things that can happen with that too. Some other things that can happen too. So if somebody has a loan, our standard lock rates with a lender is usually about 30 to 45 days as well. So when you start getting out there timeline wise, things can happen on the market too. I mean, it's we're in a pretty volatile market right now also. Like World War Three could break out, the next Ukraine, God forbid, could break out and interest rates go through the roof. If they don't have their late their rate locked, they might have just disqualified themselves for that too on there as well. If you're showing, not if you're showing, if you're representing a seller and they have a buyer that comes through and they're offering a long contractual period sometimes it makes sense depending on if it's going to work out for both sides but usually if something like that's happening why why do you discourage your folks from taking an offer like that that's a I lot mean, of questions that oh, come up i know why, yeah <laughs> why do they need that long of a time you know frame are they trying to build their credit do they have a rate i mean they we usually try to get that rate locked in pretty mm -hmm. quickly so um there's just a lot of red flags immediately like why do you need that long of a time period yeah, and it's like it's got to be a win-win for both sides if that's going to happen. And if that works out for you, great. I would just want to make sure you understand the risks on that too. You could also miss out on a potentially better qualified buyer that came in mm -hmm. as well because now you're locked into a contract and somebody else. Because you're ready to close yeah. a month and you could have it done in a month. And yeah. I'm a little bummed about that. <laughs> <laughs> and hindsight's always twenty twenty. I yeah. mean, it's easy to look back and say, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. We just want to make sure you guys are making informed decisions on it. So you're under contract. There's lots of different types of contingencies that can and possibly will happen while you're under contract. But Josie, what are the two biggest that we're looking at? Yeah, we're talking about inspection timeline and then the appraisal timeline. Those are the two major points where you could fall out of contract because something could go um, not be negotiated um, under that appraisal time or that inspection time. And and which one can we control typically if, if we have an agent in there and what we try to do? Well, we definitely control the inspection and how we negotiate that. There's a lot of different ways to negotiate in that inspection time frame. Yeah, and the appraisers, we can't, mm -hmm. I mean, we can put timelines on like we need to have an appraisal by a certain point if it's not an FHA or a VA. Under if it's an FHA or VA, technically you can't put a deadline in there just so you guys are tracking that as well. But if it's a conventional, you can. Usually it's like three weeks on that. And appraisers are their own entity. They kind of do their own thing. We're not going to get into that side of it so much on there. We will talk more about the inspection and appraisal portion in subsequent videos. We'll get more detailed on those. 
but inspections, you're right, we can control those on there. So and when we say we can control them, like we want to get them done quickly. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a problem, we want it to be known up front. So either A, if we're representing the buyers, they know that it's going to be an issue. They could pull out of that contract, go find a home that's going to work for them much faster before they get too far in that realm of trying to find a, a place to live or, or selling their place or moving out of the place they're renting or whatever their living conditions are. And also for the seller too, mm-hmm. because you want them to be able to put it back on the on the market as quickly as possible also to not miss out on a buyer that's out there. So we talked a little bit about being under contract, which is awesome. Uh, things you can expect and points that I just want to make sure you guys understand out of this is number one, a typical contractual period in the state of Colorado is about 30 days. Um, it's just a guideline on there. It doesn't have to be that, but it's just a guideline, especially for somebody with a loan, make sure everything happens the way it needs to. Um, you can do it as quickly as 14. You can extend it out as long as you want to. We just don't recommend that to our clients when we do that as well. And then you've got certain obstacles once you're under contract that can still require some negotiating that we're going to talk a little bit about specifically on each portion so the inspections and appraisal on the following videos so hope you guys got something out of this and i look forward to seeing you on the next ones guys i really hope that you enjoyed that video and once again before you sign off make sure you hit that subscription button that notification bell down below that will keep you updated on all the new videos that we have come out that are here to inform you and help keep you updated on what's happening here both in the community and in real estate as well and once again too if you've got any questions please do not hesitate to give us a call 719-266-2725 you can text us at that number as well or you can email us at info at jdmret.net and we will get back to you as quickly as possible to answer all of those questions. We're here to serve you and we look forward to helping you soon.